Hello and welcome to another episode of the Mullis and Peak podcast. Today we will be talking to Callie from Mullis and Peak about becoming a newly qualified solicitor. So welcome Callie. Congratulations on finishing your training contract and becoming a newly qualified solicitor in Mullis and Peak's family team. We wanted to get your tips and hints on training contracts and being a newly qualified solicitor. So firstly then, what are you most looking forward to about being an NQS? Probably having my own files. I mean, as a trainee, you kind of, you get files that you work on. Yeah. But they're not in your name as such, so they're kind of under another Fiona's name. Um, but you can kind of work on them independently, but sort of... From start um, to finish. Yeah, yeah. But, but under their supervision. So it would be nice to get my own files and actually start working. Good. Working with people directly. Is there anything you're worried about then? Um, not so much worried about. Or apprehensive, should we say. I mean... I'm not brilliant with numbers. So I've got to kind of wrap my head around the finances, some of the things and billing. <laughs> it's and your responsibility now. It is, yeah. So, I mean, as a, as a trainee, you don't have like a billing target. So I've never really had to worry about that until okay. now. So um, I've just got to wrap my head around kind of like the finance side of things because numbers are not, not my strong suit at all. <laughs> <laughs> Great. What are you pleased about then that you'll never have to do again? Is there anything you, you don't think you'll have to do now as an NQS? The only thing I say I'm pleased about is that I'm now just in kind of, in, I'm in one place. As much as your training contract, you move around. Yeah, moving around all over the place. Which is really good, but you kind of get settled and then you move on. So it'll be, it's nice now that I'm kind of sat at... In the same place. One desk, all my stuff's there and I, I don't have to kind of then uproot myself. Yeah, it's not like a hot desk in where you've got no, to keep no. moving. <laughs> um, can you just explain to listeners then, what seats did you do and what was the variety? Was it good or worthwhile doing? Uh, so my first seat was wills and probate. Second seat was residential property. Uh, third seat was family, and my last seat was dispute resolution. And that was a really good variety because yeah. when I was kind of when I was in residential property, bits of kind of probate cropped up. And then especially when I was in family, obviously people got to sell their houses. People might have to get remortgaged, yeah. and then they might have to update their wills. So it come in handy that I'd done those two seats because it all kind of ties in so you're happy anyway. with the order that you've done them in then. oh yeah yeah definitely did you have any preconceived ideas or areas of work that have changed your mind i didn't think i'd enjoy going to court no no i was really worried and scared about the prospect of going to court hearings but i really enjoyed them actually good well that's what the training is for isn't it yeah yeah, yeah yeah definitely yeah um did you find the practical very different from the theory Yes, I actually had this conversation the other day with uh, one of my colleagues. Um, the way that we were kind of taught on the LPC, there were certain things that then you do in practice yeah. that then is a little bit different because obviously everybody works differently and when you're doing it day to day, it actually is a little bit different than what it says in the textbook. So it, yeah. it is different, um, not massively different, but there's little bits and pieces that were. Cool. How did the supervision work then in your training contract? Uh, so... You have a trainee um, principal who kind of oversees all the trainees, but then when you're in your like different departments, you kind of tend to work under maybe one or two fee earners. They'll be the ones yeah. that give you the like main amount of work that you do um, and kind of oversee your training. So you, you do sort of work for everybody, but there'll be one or two that give you the More majority so. of your work, yeah. Um, did you get to work remotely as a trainee solicitor? And if so, was that good or bad? 
Um, no, so you don't work remotely as a trainee, which I think is a good thing because you need to be in the office really. Yeah, and that's not just a Wellison Peak thing, that's, is that general? I, I don't know actually, I'm not sure. I mean, I think as a trainee it's really it's good to be in the office because you need to ask questions. Yeah. As much as you think, oh, I'm, I can kind of be a bit more independent now, things crop up all the time. So it's good as a trainee that you can just pop your head in your colleague's office and yeah, say, yeah. what do you think about this? Or just a quick query or something. Yeah, yeah. Um, can you give an insight then into how reviews and appraisals work? Uh, so the way that we, I'm not sure if other firms do this, but the way we um, have done things here was since I started. Um, we had like a monthly catch up. So this was, wasn't okay. sort of like a formal review as such. It yeah. was kind of just uh, how you're getting on, what's going, like what you've been doing, what sort of work you've been doing. Um, more of like almost a bit just like a chat with your trainee Perfect. principal and the other trainees but then you would have a, the sometimes you'd have a three-month review um, sort of halfway through your seat and then you'd have the one at the end which kind of yeah. ties in everything you've done and that would be with your the trainee principal and then the fear that you've done the main amount of work for okay um, what would you say the best points of your training contract were and what did you really enjoy were there any specific like highlights for you um, I enjoyed getting involved in, when I was in my family seat, getting involved in some quite big cases. So stuff that probably doesn't come around so often. There was some big matters that we worked on. Um, and I ended up learning so much from that because there was yeah. bits and pieces that come up, that say like um, about companies, if, if one of the parties had a business, kind of all the details of the business. Yeah. Was, that was really interesting. Get a um, bit more stuck in. So yeah, yeah. Um, hard question then would you say there were any worse points or um, things you didn't like no there wasn't any worse points I can't think of anything that I think oh that was no I really enjoyed kind of my training um, it's gone really quickly but yeah when I, I can't think of any of any worse points now you are nearly qualified then do you have any best practice suggestions for the recording process so Anything, any tips you would give someone if they were doing it again or how you would change something? Um, I think just kind of get as stuck in as you can really, even though you might be a bit nervous to kind of ask to be involved in something. Yeah. Then, But then they're expecting you to be nervous. Like. Yeah, yeah. I think just ask as many questions as you can because even if you feel a bit silly, just, yeah. just ask a question. And just get try and get stuck into to everything possible. Cool. Were there any problems or issues that you had to overcome, um, and how did you go about this? If so, um, I'm trying to think now. I think it's not so much a problem or an issue. It probably was where you change seats and the work that you do from seat to seat is so different. Yeah, it's kind of then just getting your head around a new area of law. But I think if you just take your time and like say ask questions and speak to colleagues, you can kind of get your head around what you're doing and yeah. and where to go in that area. Cool. So if someone was just starting out as a trainee solicitor, would you have any tips for them that you wish you'd known? Um, oh. I think like I said before, just try and get as stuck in as you can. If, if you're not, a really confident person which I suppose when I started I wasn't overly confident with kind of oh should I should I ask to get involved in that or yeah. should I but I think you just for your own benefit as a trainee and your own training just just ask the questions just, just say to your colleagues oh can I can I jump in on that case or can I yeah. can I do this can I come with you to that hearing 
Cool. Um, for anyone else then, last question for you today, anyone else going through the transition to an NQS, any help or guidance you would give them from your own experience? Um, I think just kind of, I what I've been doing the last couple of weeks is, is speaking to my colleagues and about kind of what I should then be doing as a as an NQ, how I should yeah. be approaching my own cases, um, going back to the finances side of things, how I should be approaching that. So just try and get as good as a foundation for going into being an NQ um, as you can. So then it's not such a big shock when somebody yeah. hands you your own case and, and you're not. And then it's not yours to go away yeah. with. You <laughs> yeah, definitely. No problem, Callie. Thank you for taking part in today's podcast on becoming a newly qualified solicitor. If you found this podcast episode helpful, more available are available on our Spotify or you can visit our website today.